Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. Are you addicted to your phone? You pick it up and open it up a million times a day. Do you hide behind it when you're stressed but only find that you're more stressed because you didn't get other things done throughout your day? Well, I know I struggle with that and I know that there are many others that are also struggling. In fact, 2020 as well as 2021 have drawn us closer to our phones and further away from our family and God. Today's guest wants us to stop that and to exchange our distractions for real-life devotion. We're joined today by Wendy Speak. She's put together a devotional. It's called the 40-Day Social Media Fast. She's encouraging everybody to get off their devices and to reconnect with God. We're going to hear about that and so much more today on Connections. We're joined today by Wendy Speak. She's a wife, a mother, host of the annual 40 Day Sugar Fast and co-author of a number of parenting books. And speaking of being an author, your most recent book is the 40 Day Social Media Fast. Now, all of us can learn from this. 2020, 2021, these have been years where um, we're turning to social media and our phones and screens more than we have ever before. So what inspired you and what sparked you to put this together? You know, you said in really, I just like it calling it 2021 because it's really those (laughs) two years um, together. And um, goodness, I I could tell you the story of kind of how it came to be, but you said something about turning to social media. And I think that we're all turning to something and a lot of us to social media or our online news sources or streaming uh, our movies, especially during that original quarantine. And um, I remember going to the grocery store and we were turning to not only toilet paper, but seeing more people loading up their grocery carts full of alcohol. And we're all turning to something And um, I know that God made a real clear invitation when he said, come to me when you're weary and heavy laden. Come to me when you're stressed out. Come to me when you're scared, when things feel uncertain. And I'll give you rest. I'll give you peace. I'll give you strength. There are just so many promises. We turn to comfort food rather than the comforter. We turn to um, retail therapy instead of the one who says, "I'm I'm your counselor. So I know that we're all turning to something. There's a lot of self-medicating these days, like the the numb of the scroll that just kind of takes the edge off of the the angst. And yet the invitation remains turned to me. So it's more than a digital detox, which I think we could all use. I think we could all use a digital detox. But let's go the next step and let's turn it into a spiritual fast. Because instead of just turning to God, let's return to him and say, okay, I'm coming back to you because I've been taking my angst. I've been taking my stress to other things. And it's not that thing's job to um, help me cope and get me through a hard day or a hard year or two years. Where do we start? Mm. I think just recognizing, yeah, you know, Wendy, you don't need to tell me more about where it is I'm spending my time online. You know, a lot of people say, but I'm not, I don't spend that much time in, on social media, but you wake up and you used to reach over and take the Bible off your bedside table and start the day that way. And then you said, you know, I'm just going to pick up my phone and I'll use the version Bible app, <laughs> except there are all the notifications. And maybe your vice on your device is that you turn to um, 
your games, you know, words with friends, first thing in the morning before you've opened up the word or you turn to the news rather than the good news. And so I think that you don't need me to tell you what your advice on your device is, but you know that it's divisive. It's separating you not only from time with the Lord, but with your spouse, with your kids, just being available to real life because you're distracted by your online life. And so where do you start? I think just taking the details of this to the Lord and say, what would this look like? Because I don't give a play-by-play, a to-do list or a to-don't list when it comes to your online life. Right now we're doing this interview over a a Zoom connection. I mean, it's been the era of Zooms, right? And I am right now during Lent doing um, the 40-day social media fast myself. I haven't hopped on once, but I'm still getting online to do Zoom conferences. I'm still watching church online with my family on Sunday mornings. Um, We're in the middle of a move, so I've still used Zillow to look for a house. And um, so take the details to the Lord and say, what am I turning to in lieu of turning to you? And so for me, it's mostly social media where I'm setting down social media in an effort to get social with the Lord and the real life people in my life. Now, quite often when it comes to social media and discussing screen time and whatnot, we talk about the kids, but all too often we forget about the adults. Um, And typically they're the ones that are... Uh, they're they're impressionable right the children are impressionable and we're setting an example but we're not setting a good example absolutely man we're so good at that um you had asked where did this kind of start and it started about eight years ago when i was helping a group of moms online in a small facebook group and i said uh, specifically moms who struggle with anger and i said what would happen if we set down sugar for 40 days? Would it, would it physiologically help us to be calmer and kinder and more consistent, maybe even more Christ-like in the way that we, we deal with our kids? And after a few years of doing it, I was saying, okay, well, what else are we turning to? And in mass, I heard people say, um, social media. I'm turning, to, I'm turning to my phone and I'm hiding behind my phone. And so it was at that point that I said, okay, well, let's roll right from the sugar fast into a 40-day social media fast. And I got a message from a mom back um, at the end of that first one. And she, she sent me an email and she say, said, Wendy, my kids saw my face more because my face wasn't in Facebook. They saw my face more. I saw their faces more. And I have to tell you, they were more enjoyable. And I wrote back to her and I said, I wonder if they were more enjoyable because they had your attention and you got to enjoy them. Or if it's possible, they were actually more enjoyable because our kids have learned that negative attention is attention too. But when our kids have our attention, they get to just kind of relax into our attention and we get to enjoy each other more. So that wasn't exactly your, your question there. It was just what I thought when I heard you start talking about the, the, the play between mom and kid, dad and kid, families, husband and wife, is that when, they have, when we have each other's intentions, we don't need to get one another's attention. And so that helps. And as for um, mom and dad modeling it first, oh my word, yes, we're so yeah. good at um, limiting, we're trying to limit. I wouldn't say we're good at limiting our kids' screen time, but we sure do put in effort nagging them 
to put it in their proper place when we don't necessarily have it in its proper place in our lives. I think that's such a big thing for like in our household, uh, you know, I'm in broadcasting, my phone's going off nonstop and my wife is often like, you're here, but you're not present. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm present. I'm right here. But she's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but you're scrolling through your phone. You're looking at stuff and, and it really does you know, we might think that we're engaging with our family and with our kids, but uh, the reality is we're often not with that phone in our hands. Yeah. I really love that. You just said that. And I love that you're a man. And you just said that because (laughs) you said, and she says (laughs) you're here, but you're not here. And so I'm wondering about the men who are listening right now going, Oh, ouch. Yeah. I guess I'm not the only one getting that message. And the the women listening going, Oh, I'm not the only one saying that. And, And I know husbands are saying it to wives as well. I remember for a while saying to my husband, especially when the kids were well, they're still at home with us. All three of ours are teenagers now, but when they were younger and we just got this smartphone, I love that because it's not always smart to have it out. Um, I would say to my husband, can we just say from dinner time until bedtime, it's just put away. And I remember him saying, but um, in, in, in the workspace in this era, People know you're always accessible. So there's this pressure to always be connected. And I said to him back then, and it's in the book today, sometimes we're so connected that we're disconnected. And I really think that that's the heart behind taking this sort of social media sabbatical um, or email sabbatical even where you can say, okay, I know I have to do my, I I know I need to be accessible to clients. I need to be uh, accessible through email, but can we put it in a, its proper place so that we can put our families, uh, and our faith lives in its right place again? Um, my husband and I were watching a show funny (laughs) screen time again, but we were watching this show uh, and it went back into the nineties and it just showed, as we called it the good old days before the smartphone, when people would interact with each other kids would play outside and and I've seen a few of your interviews and one thing you always mention is like when you're or when you're disconnected from social media you actually have that opportunity to look up and look around yes I I love it really the first maybe a week to 10 days is focused on just lifting your eyes. It's really hard to lift your eyes when you're looking down it's even hard I don't know if you've noticed this to feel uplifted when you're looking down. I was walking from my office to back to my house. Um, It's down the hill a little ways. And uh, my, my eyes were down and I was, this was just a week ago. And I was sending my husband a message saying, Oh, I'm on my way back to the house or something like that. But it's a beautiful day, mid seventies in San Diego, California. And we're under a lot of stress, trying to find a home. We're trying to move. We have to be out of the house by the end of the week. And I felt all the the burdens on my shoulders as I was hunched over my phone, walking on this beautiful day back to our house. And I suddenly looked up and I just, in that moment, was aware of how beautiful (laughs) the day was. And I immediately thought of the verse, um, I lift my eyes up to the mountains from where my help comes from. And when my eyes aren't lifted, it's really hard to remember that help is accessible. And um, when I have my eyes down, it's hard to see my kids. And when I have my 
eyes down, it's hard to see my neighbors and exchange a smile. And when I have my eyes down, I can feel down. And so it's sometimes it takes putting our phone down to lift our eyes up. Now, what I, I like about your book, it's not just a book. It's actually a daily devotional. Why did you decide to do it in this format? Well, I think that with just a, here's a, here's a short book to tell you why you need it. I, I, I don't think we actually need another book about why we need something good for us. Yeah, I think we I know in our spirits when something's off. I mean, if, if you go home every day or at work too, and you're just, you graze all day on, on Dr. Pepper and leftover brownies left in the workroom. You, <laughs> you don't need me, well. me to give you, <laughs> did I just hit a nerve? Uh, you don't <laughs> need me to give a dissertation on why sugar's not probably the best thing for you, how it's not good for your body. Um, it doesn't give you the energy and the sleep you need. You, you just don't need to spend, um, you know, 250 pages talking about why it's not good for you. However, if you get an invitation and say, let's set that sugar down for 40 days so that you can feast on the sweetness of Christ. And you know what? I'll do that with you. I'll lead you through that feast because a fast God never really called us to a fasting life, but he did call us to a, a feasting life. And so for 40 days, I will serve you up <laughs> a, a good, a good, if not a feast, at least something to whet your appetite for more of him and less of the things that really don't satisfy. And so I wrote it in the same vein, the 40 day social media fast is okay. I don't need to tell you that you spend too much time looking down. So let me invite you every day to look up. And um, that's what we do. They really are the length of a glorified blog post because um, we're freeing up, up to, you know, how much time do you spend on your phone? Three, four hours every day. Um, some people do. And so let's get that time back. And so it's just a short, um, devotional to inspire you to live your life available with your attention and therefore your affection, uh, to the Lord, to your spouse, your kids, your coworkers, your neighbors, the people even that you interact with at the grocery store. Now, you're a mother of three, and you've had the opportunity to experience a social media fast. What was that like for you, and what did you take away from that experience? Um, it really is a blessing to be available. And I think that because life is stressful, and um, to varying degrees, family life is very stressful. For our family, it has been. I thought that it would be a lot more peaceful. I thought it would be a lot easier than it has been. I don't know if other parents are going, yeah, welcome to the club. Uh, or if they're shrugging and saying, oh, I'm glad I haven't had that experience. But for us, it's just been a lot more stressful. I gave birth to three really strong-willed personalities. I married a man who is very strong-willed. And I think in my stress, even as you said here at the very be beginning of our conversation, we turn to something in our stress. And I think it's just been one of those things that I have turned to. And here's the answer to the question you just asked me. I've found that when I turn to social media to help me deal with my family stress, I don't return to my family more able to cope with family stress. Hmm. But I've found that when I take my stress to the Lord, when I say, you know what? I really didn't get a good time on the word this morning. I'm going to, I'm just going to pull away and do that. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to get my body moving. I'm going to um, 
do a do a stroll rather than do another scroll through social media. These things actually do help me cope in a healthier way so that I can engage in a more loving way with my family. I am uh, going to pick up this uh, devotional. I was just looking while you're talking. Most phones now, they have what's called digital well-being reports. Yes. So I just opened mine. My average screen time per day last week was seven hours and 26 minutes on my phone. Yeah, well, you're doing your work there. So it's a big, it's a, I'm not trying to justify it, but it's very, very easy to do that. So you're not alone. (laughs) Yeah. And that's just it, right? There's the, well, it's for work, it's for work, but we still need to carve out other time too, right? And, and find a better balance. So I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I trust that you'll take the details to the Lord and say, you know, I have to do work. But is there a healthier way for me to do work so that I can also go to work on my home life? And uh, it's really amazing, you guys, how much how much of your life you get back. I don't know if you've ever if you have that that junk drawer in your house. Oh, you know what I'm talking about (laughs) in the kitchen. And my husband will open up the drawer to grab a pencil or whatever. Ever, and he just does this exasperated sigh, oh, you know, <laughs> or the front closet, the coat closet, right? And you also have all of the umbrellas and the stuff that you just haven't found a home for, and it all kind of topples out on you. And you know, you you would put it in its proper place if you had more time. I know that when you're fasting, it really is whether you're fasting from food or you're fasting from your phone, um, or you're setting down the fork and the phone. <laughs> The, the goal is to spend more time with the Lord, but when you're freeing up seven hours of your life or two hours, it's amazing how much more space you have. And that whole idea of, of praying without ceasing, well, bring them along and clean out a closet during your fast. Or maybe you get a call from your friends saying, hey, let's meet up for a cup of coffee. Let's go for a walk in the neighborhood. And you want to say yes, but the truth is you're just too busy. As you prepare for your 40-day social media fast, jot down a couple of things. You know, there is that coat closet and the junk drawer. During my 40 days, I'm going to get that done because I'm going to get some of my time back. I've also been too busy to say yes to shooting hoops with my teenage son. I've been too busy to um, paint uh, my daughter's room with her, though she's been asking for a redo in her in her room. Let's do that during spring break. Well, I've been too busy for relationships. Let's set up before you even hit day one of the social media fast. Reach out to your your favorite you know couple friend and set up a double date. Yeah. Um, it, it's just going to be a real blessing to you and your family to not just do a digital detox but to make yourself truly available to them with intent. What I love about your social media fast that you're in the middle of right now, you've set up scheduled social media posts to encourage people to get off social media while you're yeah. actually off social media, but posting still, if that yes. makes sense. <laughs> it, well, and I didn't know if it did make sense, honestly. I was like, how do I do this? And a lot of people, you might have listeners who say, but I do my work on Instagram. I post on Instagram. That's how I, for me, you know, market books uh, for other people, sell my Etsy products, or I run my church's social media site. And again, with taking the details of this fast to the Lord, because the Lord knows what you need. And for some people, it is a 
a radical setting down. Um, I remember the first, actually it was before our first real social media fast. Um, I was hosting a sugar fast and one of the gals said during this sugar fast, I felt the Lord asked me to lay down social media too. And she said, now I got to tell you why this is so risky. I'm a baker. I have a cupcake making business. So I market everything on Instagram. And of course, my my product is confectionaries. So I was setting down my livelihood. I shut down my business so that I could do this fast. And I wanted to say, I didn't ask you to do it. And but I know that she took the details to the Lord while other people have said, I need to keep working. So I'm going to put it in its proper place. And the, whenever I say it's proper place, I think of the throne of our lives. Um, it really belongs to the Lord. And if your phone is on his throne, then you need to get it off his throne and give him back his proper place ruling over your life. But you might still need to do work so you can find a proper place for it and just take those details to the Lord. And maybe if you if you run your church's social media fast or a business, I'm sorry, not social media fast, social media site, then maybe you need 15 minutes in the morning and you need to circle back for another 15 minutes in the afternoon to heart each comment and say, oh yeah, that's a great point and, and engage with them there because there are algorithms and stuff. And so I'm not trying to be a killjoy. I'm trying to, it's like boundaries, right? If you go on a, on a roller coaster and you go upside down, you're not cursing the, the rails of the, you know, that come over your shoulders, those are meant to keep you safe so that you can have fun. So when we put some boundaries in place for our online use, it's not to be a killjoy, but to, to keep you safe, to keep you strapped into this life that God has for you. We've got plenty to learn and what better way than to pick up your uh, devotional, the 40 day social media fast. How do we learn more about that? And where can we pick up your book? Sure. Uh, the books are available anywhere books are sold right now. You can find it at Target and Hobby Lobby and Barnes and Noble. And of course, um, speaking of online, uh, Amazon Prime, you'll have it in two days. Um, but you can find out more if you just want to dig a little bit deeper by going to the number 40, 40daysocialmediafast.com. Um, but you might have been listening and said, okay, maybe I need that. But what I really need is that sugar fast. And you can also find the 40 day sugar fast wherever books are sold. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. And thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. We'll talk to you again on Connections.